Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Lego Batman. And I've got with me Condor. Hello. And Benny's. Hello. I saw this last night with you, Connor. Benny, you saw it about a week ago. Australia got this really late. So thanks heaps, America. Yeah, again, they did the same with the Lego movie. Oh, did that have a delayed release as well? Yeah, that came out 60, 60 days after, um, after America. That was like the most pirated movie of the year. Traditionally, Australia's gotten movies later than America. No, we, we, usually, we usually get blockbusters before them. Especially with Disney and Marvel. It's something I've seen in the last five or six years, certainly, that we're starting to get it at the same time and maybe even in certain cases earlier. But traditionally, I've, I've noticed that we... Yeah, that's we, very true. Australia has gotten it later than um, North America. So yeah, uh, what did you guys think, Connor? I loved it. I mean, I was a huge fan of the original Lego um, the Lego movie. I thought that was such a, could have been such a shit film. And, you know, we've got a lot of examples of where um, toy companies have tried to branch into film. Um, but this one was just so on point. Um, when they released this one, I was a little bit worried that there's always that kind of risk where you have a good standalone film when you go to a sequel, it's going to be a bit shit. I thought that they pulled it off brilliantly. I thought there was still the same good brand of humor in this one that they had in the original Lego movie. I, had, I thought it had a, a unique enough spin on it um, that it, you know, it wasn't just retreading old tracks. Yeah, I loved it. Benny. Um, yeah, I had a really surreal moment the other day where I was looking at a, a bus stop that had the big poster on it for the Lego Batman movie. And I was like, what is this? How are we living in a world that has a Lego Batman movie? And it's awesome. Um, bizarre. I, the the first movie shouldn't work to this one doubly so, but yeah, I thought it was great once again. Yeah, when the announcement came that uh, Warner Brothers was moving ahead on a Lego movie, I was super super negative on the whole concept. I thought it was a bad idea, and then Chris Lord and Phil Miller, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everything's going up. So, so close. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Jesus. They're basically one person, let's be honest. Um, so, just say Lord and Miller. Uh, Lord and Miller. Uh, and they just did something absolutely incredible. Mm. I, I was the same as you, Connor. I wasn't really that excited for Lego Batman, but wow, did this pull off something just so unique, so refreshing. Works for kids, works for adults. This is, this is really, really well-written film. The mm. characters... The relationships, you know, this film at the end of the day really boils down to relationships and companionship. And uh, I was, I was feeling it in the first ten minutes of this film. I think it had more emotional depth than the entire DC universe at the moment has managed to squeeze out of five films, four films, whatever it is that they they released. No, um, no doubt. I mean, it's such a. I love seeing animated films that are equally marketable towards kids and adults where you know you kind of find that common ground really just solid emotional storytelling it's just yeah it blew my mind i th- it's not saying much but this is easily the best dc film in almost 10 years well it's not quite a dc film though is it it's a batman movie what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> well i mean like i the way i look at this and i was thinking about this the other day or yesterday when i saw it um is that it's a lego movie i just i, I thought that it was it, it for me, it felt more Lego than it did DC. And that might just be because recently with what's happened in, in DC that it's it just does, it doesn't feel like it's the same property. Fair enough, yeah. And it, the movie spends 
so much time just railing on the DC yeah. movie universe, yeah. essentially, <laughs> which I appreciated so much. Totally just so meta on the whole Batman franchise from mm. the 60s, Adam West, mm. through to the Tim Burton, and it even references Batman vs. Superman. So yeah. <laughs> there, it just it, it hits multiple levels. Warner Brothers also tapped into... Um, a lot of other characters in the properties they own from the Harry Potter franchise to the Gremlins. and You can see that they're really um, working on their own little Lego universe, their own Lego movie universe, which is really cool. Um, not not the DC universe. I'm very <clears throat> confused about what you're saying here. Oh, here we go. I'm, I, don't, I don't have the patience for you today, Connor. I don't have it. This, this, but this very much does feel like a sequel to the Lego movie as well as its own thing, which is cool. And I wonder if the, the Ninjago movie is going to be able to kind of... The trailer looks like it's tonally going for very much the same thing. And I, I think if, if they do really try and integrate it into this whole thing they're doing, maybe they just really they can keep making this work. I, um, I, I feel the same kind of trepidation for the... Is it the nin, nin, how do you say it? Ninjutsu? <laughs> Ninjago. Ninjago. Ninjago, thank you. Uh, nin, uh, I have the same kind of trepidation for the Ninjago film that I had, um, probably more so than I had for the Batman film. Um, probably more so? Yeah, <laughs> a lot more so. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, just because, I mean, it, it feels like they're taking another risk in a franchise that, you know, how many times can they hit gold? How many times can they hit it kind of on the nose? Um, with the right formula. I think they're 2-0 right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Which makes me more nervous. Every time a good franchise brings out a, uh, an equally good movie to the last, I think this, this can't last. Yeah, that's very true. That's one way to look at it. Um, the other would be, I guess, that they really seem to know what they're doing with these Lego movies. Mm. Particularly the art style. This continues the same art style that we saw in the Lego movie and what an amazing animation style. The sort of stop motion-y... Yeah kind of look that they go for. Uh, they just blew it out of the park once again. This was um, the effects company that worked on this was Animal Logic, who are from our hometown, Sydney. Aye. So, you, you, you. <laughs> reps to those guys. Blew it out of the park. I, I just love the look of this film. I love the design of Batman. I, actually, I need to go pick up a little Batman, yeah. a little Lego Batman. Well, it's, it's, the marketing is working. Yeah, it's working it's, so well. It's the Keaton Batman. Which yeah, is yeah, an interesting okay, right. choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like that they kind of went with that one, the, the black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how good is it? How they sort of take the liberties with which incarnation of Batman they reference. Mm. And as I said, they reference them all. But, you know, there's, um, I, don't, I don't know if it's too much of a spoiler, but Bane's in there and he's got his um, Tom Hardy voice <laughs> yeah. from The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Time yeah. of the Reckoning. Yeah, but he looks like the Joel Schumacher... Um, version of Bane or the yeah. more traditional comic booky mm-hmm. kind of big Bane look. So, out of them and-, and just the the, the, the the all the different characters in this, it's just so fun and it's such a colorful, um, incredible world. And I, I just loved every moment of this film. I really don't have anything bad to say about it. I love how they mix and match styles. So you do have that like Lego, because I mean, stop, anima- uh, stop motion animation has been around. Um, with Lego movies for ages. I still remember like 10, 15 years ago going on the internet and people would make little stop oh, animation. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Um, yeah. Lego, like that's traditionally, that's been a, a medium for quite a while. I love how they incorporated that, but they also jump in like just really cool and, and funky effects. They'll put in when they uh, show Jerry Maguire 
um, <laughs> on the big thing. It's just, it's literally that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some just cool, like little effects that just blend everything in together really nicely. Um, I think it, it shows imagination and it shows some kind of um, lateral thinking in terms of how they presented the film. I love the look of uh, Gotham. Um, just that like permanent sunset thing they had going on. I thought it was so much more striking than just that like BVS darkness. Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gritty. Just going back to something we were talking about before with the characters. The three main characters in this for me were Zach Galifianakis' Joker, Batman, and um, old mate Robin. (laughs) Michael Cera? by Michael Cera. Hell yeah. Who did an incredible job. I freaking loved him. He was such a fun, cute character. I think you missed Alfred. Um, with Ralph Fiennes, I think he was such a Rafe, Rafe, Rafe Fine, Rafe Fine. <laughs> Fuck you, Fuck him. He's yeah. the one who says it. Um, uh, I think he was such a such a cool and integral part um, in the film. One of the things that kind of it didn't bother me. I just I thought it was bizarre. Yeah. Is that Voldemort was uh, voiced by um, Eddie Izzard? Eddie Izzard. Yeah. I was like. You have the man that voiced the character <laughs> yeah. literally right there. <laughs> but a great conscious decision, obviously. Uh, you know, everyone sort of, you saw Voldemort and I thought, oh, of course it's going to be Ray Fiennes because he's voicing Al- Alfred. Yeah. I really felt an emotional connection to these little Lego people on the screen. <laughs> and I got, just the writing in this film was so well done. From the jokes to the emotional arc I was so on board with everything that was going on on screen. I felt it when Robin was sad. I felt it when the Joker was sad and he was welling up at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> yep. This Joker is he's a different Joker because, as you said, Benny, he only laughs like once or twice in the film. He's, yeah. he's a very different portrayal of the Joker and well, so much better than Jared Leto. Get the hell out <laughs> of there, mate. Um, I, I don't know. Did you guys feel that as well? Just that emotional connection to these, these characters? Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, as I said earlier on, I think there was more emotional depth in this film, in the first 10 minutes of this film, than we I've seen in a, in a Batman, um, or in fact, a DC property in the last 10 years. Um, I just thought that, and it kind of goes to show that it is really good writing that brings out good characters. I think a lot of filmmakers forget that, and they go for these um, kind of gimmicky um, visuals and the gimmicky characters and stuff really have good dialogue and have some just really solid storytelling. And that is, is just the best thing you can do. Yeah, just a really good arc for, for Batman as well um, and a few of the characters, which is uh, an impressive kind of feat taking a character from another film, essentially, like a supporting character from another film and uh, making him work uh, in his own story. Really seamlessly as well. Mm. I mean, they, they took him, they, they didn't even have to do a transfer. They really just kind of from the start line, had him as the main character and it felt natural. Yeah, and, and there was just like a little bit of him like master building yeah. with <laughs> referencing the last film, which was just a nice little kind of nod to it, say that like this is still in the same continuity. Yeah, it didn't tap into that master building as much. There was a lot less building in this one, sort of Lego-y stuff, and there was a lot more stuff about Batman. I love how they incorporate the Justice League. Channing Tatum's back as Superman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that Channing Tatum? Yep. Oh, and uh, uh, Jonah Hill as uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> but this, as as we said, this film could have been an absolute train wreck, and I thought they blew it out of the park. 
I love the the beginning of this film. It really just sets up the whole tone, the the crazy comedy that Batman brings to it. Um, him talking over the you know the dark moody mm. uh, Warner Brothers logo at mm. the beginning, very meta, very meta, and really set up the film for all the fun antics and self referential um, dialogue and visuals. and And this film it doesn't just rely on the dialogue; it just doesn't rely on the visuals. It uses the medium of film and animation to the best that it can be u- utilized, and that's why I really commend this film. I love this film. Are we just out and say this is the best film of 2017 so far? What you want to do in a Lego Batman film, they did it seamlessly. And I don't know how you can improve on that film. I, I didn't see any lull in the plot. I didn't not like the characters. I didn't think it spent too much time on the screen. I think it's about a hundred minute film. Mm. So it, it races by. Yeah. Yeah. Best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I um I fell in love instantly with the Lego movie. I think that was probably one of my top five films of 2014. Um, I didn't like this quite as much, not because anything was lacking, not because I disliked any part of it. It just didn't grab me in quite the same way, but it, it was definitely, definitely worth a watch. Very good movie. That's it. I, th- I, I have literally nothing else to say about this film. I loved it. I thought it did exactly what it set out to do. Um, all my fears were safely put away. Um, and now have been redistributed to the new new Lego movie, which will <laughs> yeah we'll so see. they've got Ninjago coming up next and this year as well yeah Lego Movie Two I believe okay. is coming up so are cool. they is Emmett coming back in that um, I don't think anything's been announced but I would assume so okay yeah um any spoilers you guys want to talk about I think one cool one that we spoke about Connor after the film was Alfred's faux death you know you always see that oh, they're going to fall off the cliff slow-mo. Oh, mm. let's grab them before they hit the ground kind of moment. And this one, there was this really striking visual of him falling through the clouds and that shadow. I was like, holy shit, he's going to die. <laughs> I thought that I, for a moment there, I was like, Lego, you ballsy motherfuckers, you're going to kill off Alfred, aren't you? Yeah. I, was, I was so, like, I was immediately concerned for him because I felt like this franchise would do it. Um, so it actually gave me a bit of, pause when this was happening like I, I mean i wasn't surprised when it ended up that he was saved and and all that that's fine but at you know at that moment i was, I was actually genuinely fearful for that character because i thought they they could do it yeah and it's been done well enough that this would be a worthy way to i you could see how the the plot would unfold i could see how the character development would um, be undertaken in that kind of route maybe they should release a version where he does die <laughs> i'd love to I'd, I'd watch it i either way i was yeah. happy with what would have happened yeah as long as it happens the same way Morgan Freeman's character dies in the, the first Lego movie, because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I'm just thinking of that now. Come back as a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I love what they did with Alfred in this film. Uh, Ray Fine was perfect. What a great Alfred. Oh, so good. The best one currently going. Not, not a fan of the Michael Caine. No, Michael Caine's great. Jeremy Irons is a bit Jeremy weird. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, keep up. Jesus. Oh, come on, mate. Batman vs. Superman. Oh, you're saying currently? Yeah. Okay, so oh, okay, current. sorry. That's why I said current. Fuck. I didn't hear that, right? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> Any other spoilers you guys want to talk about? Sauron. How good was Sauron in this Sauron movie? Sauron was great. The King Kong, but oh, nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah. Cool, guys. Well, I think that's it. I don't think there's much else to say. Good movie. Not much to discuss. <laughs> we all just really enjoy this film. Yeah. I mean, we really, there's just so much depth to this film. Go out, check it out. Take your kids, whoever, because this hits every age demographic, I feel. If you don't have kids, go find some, take them. 
All right, guys, that's it for our Batman review. We've got our Ghost in the Shell movie review up um, already. So definitely go check that out. And we've also got our review of the anime. We've got Top 8 coming up on Sunday. Content galore on the Podcast Strikes Back channel. We're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. So please check us out. Subscribe. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Connor. Bye. Benny. Darkness, no parents. Uh, thank you guys. We'll see you soon.